all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. Hola a todos. Bienvenidos a una verdadera charla sobre el cuerpo de Cristo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's showtime. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. It is showtime. This is Joseph Brown, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. This is your host for Body of Christ Real Talk. I just want to give a shout out to all my listeners in the USFA and my international listeners. Hello, hello, hello. I'm going to uh, give you all a hand. Yeah, you deserve this. I, I really appreciate you. I really do the ones that download or upload my show. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's a virtual crowd now. That's one of my little sound sound effects. But hey, it's better than nothing, man. It's, but the but in reality, the love is real. The applause is for real. I really appreciate the ones that take the time that down to download my podcast. I don't have a lot of uh followers or a lot of downloaders and that's okay but the little that I do have I am so uh, joyful for that I only have close to about 930 downloaders now that does not mean they are all followers they're just ones that downloaded some of my show even some of the ones I downloaded but just say a little over 900 people downloaded at least they listen to my show whether they like it or not they downloaded and I just say thank you for giving it a chance giving it a chance and I'm hoping you get something out of it. that's why I just ask you sometimes if you can or if you know just leave a comment or anything like that or just call or whatever. Just say you can get something out of it or you don't understand it or, you know, the, the editing, like, need some editing, whatever. You know, just call me and, you know, just let me know that you are listening to my podcast, the ones that are listening to it. So since I started uh, this show over a year ago now, going over a little bit over a year, while time flies, yay, a little bit over a year now, I got about 900 and somewhat listeners. Now, compared to a lot of other podcasters, that's nothing. Why? Because they promote more. They get it out there more. They know how to do this. Some things I'm still learning. I guess I'm just so much old school. I'm not just, I'm not so much on the numbers. I'm not really promoting it like maybe I should. 
you know, and that's the thing that I'm going to do. But they get their stuff out there and, you know, they get a lot of comments. They get more followers and everything and they're more known. And, you know, many out there never even heard of my show. They don't know nothing about me because I never really marketed like that. And, you know, I will, but that's not my number one priority. I believe like this. Even if I have 300, 200, 100 people and only one or two guys say, I'm good with that. I don't need a lot of people, you know, sucking up. Nah, I'm not saying it in a negative way or follow me or just holding my glove and whatever like that on every word I say. I'd rather have faithful listeners. I'd rather have faithful listeners that's getting something out of it. I'd rather have 900 and some faithful listeners than 30,000 unfaithful listeners that's, that's there to start some trouble or cause some complaints or debate about doctrine. See, and that's the thing I love. I don't be happy to bother with that, you know. So I'd rather have 900 and some listeners than 900,000 listeners. And, you know, that's going to be just out there and they're going to bring their own uh, belief and they're not going to do no searching and nothing like that. So if you're faith searching, or whether you are saved or not, you're going to look into the things that I'm talking about. You're going to test me. You're going to be a Berean yourself. So I'd rather have those type of listeners. Now, Connecting the Dots, my Bible study show, you know, it's got over uh, close to 1,200 listeners. So, but I have less episodes, but I have over 1,200 members. Uh, maybe because of the broadness of the Spotify or whatever like that. I don't know. But I have more listeners. And I have about six or seven followers on my show on Spotify. People assume that I, um, uh, first of all, they assume I, I do this before pay, or they assume that I'm like YouTube or whatever like that. No, it's just audio. And I like I treat it somewhat like you having a group session or a little home session, or you sit down and just talking. I'm not trying to promote myself. I'm not trying to lift myself up. I'm not trying to get everybody to get to know who I am because I'm still I'm still a private person. I don't like to be known like that. I'm still somewhat private. I'm private, but the word of God is not. My duty is to get the word of God and not to get nobody focused on me, to get the word of God. And so if that's a few, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. See, I'm not I don't want nobody focused on me and trying to say I, I need to do this and need to do that because I know I, I get that sometimes. And I'm not saying it's bad ideas, but I'm still I'm a. I'm a somewhat still of an introvert. I love my personal. I love, you know, just getting a message out there. Don't put focus on me. I've done ministry. I've done open ministry in churches. I've witnessed outside. I've done all that stuff before. I love one-on-one, but I can do crowds too as well. But it was never about me. So I, that's why I, it ain't got nothing to do with me not having the finances or nothing. I can market it big times, you know. But at the same time, you, you're going to get a lot of bots. You're going to get a lot of people just following you and they just hold on to your uh, coattail and they won't still get nothing because they don't they don't follow up. They don't follow up. So I'd rather have someone that's following up and looking up, looking up the things, even when I'm talking about worldly events. See, even when I'm talking about worldly events, because I already know the majority of people ain't going to follow up. 
It's going to go through one ear after the other. They're not going to follow up. Whether I'm talking about the word of God or I'm talking about world events, it might be more interesting than world events or not. I don't know because I don't get no feedback. So I don't know. I don't get any feedback only for a few close ones to me, uh, by me, but I don't get a lot of feedback. What the feedback I'm looking for is just what you get out of it. What, what, what is you getting out of it? Uh, see, that's very important to me. Not just, yeah, I heard it all. That was nice. But what are you getting out of it? What, what idea, what, what suggestions that you feel I can do better in? What scriptures you think I'm wrong at? Just or what scriptures you thank me for putting out there? Just when I don't get no comment, I don't know what really people what people think. See, I don't know what people think, and plus that helped me with the analytics and all that stuff. You know, the algorithms and all that stuff. So if I don't get that, I don't know who my audience is. I just know who's ever clicking or whatever. Two, three, five people who's ever clicking. But my if I never get that again. It's okay, as long as you get something out of it, but the most important thing, you're getting saved. Or you're, 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 you're in the middle of it, whatever like that. Just don't work too long. See, that's what I'm all about. I'm all about. I see a lot of YouTubers got big audience. Big, big audience. Now, whether they real audience or not, I know it's a lot of fake stuff going out there, but I'm just saying, I don't. you know me, I'm not in a numbers person. Numbers don't impress me at all. They don't mean you, you'll correctly... Uh, rightly dividing God's word. I don't care how many people you follow. You just got followers. And, you know, I'd rather have a small crowd and more faithful followers than a big giant crowd of 100, 200,000, you know, of fake or followers that just want to follow uh, me because they're hanging on every word that I said. No, I don't want you hanging on every word I said. I want you to do your real research. And then make, have a comment or something. But if not, it's okay. I'm still going to put my stuff out there, you know. All right? Okay. Body of Christ, real talk. Body of Christ, real talk. Here comes the sinus. I'm getting clogged up again because it happens when I'm going to talk about the word of God or something important. It might be a little sinus. It ain't no mic to it. It's a sinus issue. So if you hear me doing that stuff, excuse me. You know, that's kind of a Brownlee or Walker thing, whichever side it came from, making those crazy sounds. A lot of you that know me and my family, you can, you know what I'm talking about. Huh? But it's a sinus issue. All right. What is a real Christian? What is a real Christian? Now, for the ones that I have sent, that have I have sent my link to, have you listened to it or not? I don't know. Like I said, I don't get no feedback. I don't know. If you understand it, uh, leave a comment. If you don't leave a comment, that's the only way that I know. If you don't say nothing about it, I don't jump to the conclusion. I just feel, you know, you didn't get nothing out of it. You didn't understand it or you just don't want to hear that certain topic. At least let me know. <laughs> At least let me know. Don't wait till I bring up something. Did you get it? You know, because I'm not pushing you. I'm just saying that you get it because it's almost a waste of time if I'm sending my link 
and you're not you're not looking at just at least tell me you're not interested or you don't have enough time, which a lot of times I don't believe that because a lot of y'all ain't doing nothing, just sitting in the house. But my point is, give me some feedback or whatever, you know, or you want me to talk about something or you want to be part of the show. Hey, I'm open to that. Hey, you know, so that's what I'm saying. So for the ones that's been listening to my show, that downloaded my show, I've been for the last three or four or five shows been really, really digging deep about being a Christian. What is a real Christian? I've done with different uh, uh, areas and topics about being a Christian. What is a Christian? Uh, the difference of being a Christian and a believer, part of the body of Christ, are they the same? Are they the same? Then I gave you a little history about when the term Christian first came out, when that term was used and why it was to, it was used. And uh, then I told you about the body of Christ. Then I told you about salvation. I'm not told you, but I was just uh, talking about salvation and different things like that. Then I talked about, you know, uh, different areas of faith. Then I got into uh could a homosexual, my last two, could a homosexual go to heaven? I'm not going to go back on that again. You know, some things I just, it's just time to move on because I don't want the uh, the homosexual and the lesbians think I'm babysitting that because I want to hit a lot of areas when it comes to Christianity, you know? So, you know, if you want to hear about that, just go back to my last few shows, my last two shows that I've done, okay? Today or tonight, uh, I want to talk about what churches teaches Paul's gospel? What churches teaches Paul's gospel? You know, I, I listen to different teachers, including Les Feldick, mainly Les Feldick. And in his earlier ministry, he had a lot of uh, challenges, well, maybe not a challenge, or he had a lot of complaints or reviews, most of his reviews are good, but you're going to get that click over there, bad reviews from people for one, for one or the other. I don't care what 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 uh, topic you're talking about, uh, faith, religion, weight loss, or money. You're going to have that. You're going to have the naysayers or somebody to disagree. You know, it's it's that's life. That's life. We're just going to disagree. Well, anyway, you know, he, uh, but this particular. Uh, Reviews was basically that they didn't think Paul should. One of them went as far as they don't think Paul should be in the Bible. Why they go that far, I, I don't know. You have many people don't want to deal or talk about Paul. I had a few incidents uh, myself with two people. Neither one was believers. Neither one was uh, uh, quote-unquote Christians. One was a Muslim, and the other one, I'm not sure uh, of his, if he had any faith. I'm not sure what his faith is. But the more I listen to him, he sounded closer to, uh, closer to uh, what, the Nation of Islam. I could be wrong. Uh, now, that's Muslim, too, but it's kind of a little different when you talk about the Arab uh, Muslims or whatever like that and the Nation of Islam. 
you know, or the black Muslims. Let me just put it that way. The black the Farrakhans and all that, you know, what Malcolm X used to be and stuff like that. The kind of the black Muslim faith. And the other one was, uh, I don't know what nationality he was from. I don't, I, I don't know, but he's just a Muslim. Anyone that's outside <clears throat> the birth of Muslims, <clears throat> far as the, uh, uh, the Arabs and the, uh, you know, the Middle Easterns or the Palestinians or whatever like that, and even all of that. You also have black Muslims in Nigeria, too. So I'm just talking about Nigeria is different, a different uh, names and different types of Muslims. Like I said, that would be their denominations, but it's different type of Muslims. Muslim, some say Muslim, some say Muslim. Excuse me, some saying it wrong. If you are Muslim and it's listening, you're welcome as well. Different type of Muslims belief. And, you know, they call them jihad. They call them uh, different names. I don't I don't really know. I don't keep up on a lot of that unless I'm going to do a study on it. Then I just do my research then and know something about it. But it's, it's uh, the Hezbollah and this different type of Muslims. Uh, faith. The what they believe in and what they think the uh their belief and what they think the uh Quran or the Quran is saying. The same as the Bible, when you get these different denominations. Uh what they believe the Bible is saying. So the Quran is the same way they have their different what they think the Quran is saying. Some are more aggressive than another. They 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 kind of fall within the same type of belief, but some are just more aggressive, like the jihads and all them than others. Well the nation of Islam, the black Muslims are somewhat you know, different to me, whatever. You know, I could be wrong because I don't know too much about it. I just know just as much. Well, anyway, you know, let me uh, digress. Those are only two that I have somewhat. I'm not sure if the other one's a Muslim, so I don't want to use him as a straw man because he's not here to defend himself. He might not even be a Muslim or something like that. He might be part of the Hebrew Israelites. I'm not sure. But anyway, you know, just his kind of, uh, his his language and the way he speaks and uh, let me put it this way he's very a person some people might say I'm like this and I don't think I am unless I'm teaching something but everything is uh, he got to break down in a long 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 philosophical psychological way no matter what we, what has been talked about. And he like using a lot of words and it mostly got to do with the, I call it the victimhood mentality of the black man. So he got a lot of philosophy and he's just got that type of lingo, you know, about, you know, we, and he called the white man them or they. So that's kind of almost sound like Muslims or uh, whatever, you know, like that. Well, anyway, I'm not here to talk about that. You know, I'm not here to talk about that. But anyway, uh, they're the only two that I had uh, that had seen this have an issue with Paul, the Apostle Paul. One of them even had an issue with Jesus. He didn't want to even hear nothing about Jesus. He straight out said that, and we kind of went back and forth at it. You know, and he got loud. I mean, he got so loud that he was screaming. But that wasn't about that. It was a, it was another thing too because I kind of kind of kind of checked him on the victimhood mentality. I guess he didn't like that, you know, because we just I just don't agree with that. Every time you say something, I listen to him. Won't say nothing. But if I'm going to say something, if you want me to respond, I'm going to respond for the education I got of what I think was going on. 
And, you know, usually a lot of Muslims don't want to hear that. They just want you to really know what they're talking about and everything. But anyway, they had very little respect for the Apostle Paul. So those are the only few that I have ran into that had some issue with uh, Apostle Paul's teaching. Les Feldick, you know, the late Les Feldick, passed away on April 5th of this year, had a few issues also, you know, from people that has an issue with Apostle Paul. Well, anyway, when I grew up in the church, Church of God in Christ, I heard a lot of teachings with the 12 and also Paul. So it's not like I didn't uh, hear Paul when I got out of the church, not got out of the Church of Christ uh, organization, but when I went to a church in Mobile, Alabama, when I moved to Mobile, Alabama, I heard a lot of teachings about the Apostle Paul. And like, are you, if you heard my testimony about Pastor Paul, Pastor Paul always moved me. It was something about the Pastor Paul. But at that time, I thought they were just teaching the same thing. I thought he was in a 12 and they was just teaching the same thing. I didn't know nothing about rightly dividing or I never heard of dispensations or nothing like that, you know. And I just knew, I just assumed that he was teaching the same thing as the, the rest of the church. I looked at the church as one. I didn't know how to separate it and everything. I knew everybody wasn't a Jew. I knew that. But I'm just saying, I, I just thought they was all teaching the same gospel, the same doctrine when I first got saved. But Paul, more than anyone, I guess because he had 13 books, you know, I didn't even count them then, that I got so much out of the teaching teachings for Paul, it just seemed at that time I had a love for Paul because of his aggressiveness, his toughness, and had the battles he went through and everything, and how much he stood for the faith and certain language he used. I was a Paul follower, man. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday there's only one road into key west but you won't believe where it can take you travel back in time to a city rich with history discover amazing artists and musicians taste seafood fresh off the boat or just kick back and soak up the island vibe for more about key west visit flakeys.com key west close to perfect far from normal now, when I said it, I'm not saying I, was, I wasn't a Jesus follower. I never separated them. I always knew Jesus was on top. I always knew Jesus was working through them. So I never had an issue with that. I never seen Paul more than I never looked at that. It's always been Christ. Christ has always been on top of me as the one that's moving and shaking. I always knew that. But Paul was one of my closest ones over Moses and all of them. There was something about his teaching, even though I didn't understand everything, I don't know. I just heard somebody talking. Okay, now somebody's walking up on me. 
but it was something about his teaching that really moved me back then. So I've always been an advocate of the Apostle Paul. i always been, and I mean that, i always been an advocate of Apostle Paul. I always liked the teachings of the Apostle Paul books, but I just didn't know how to separate it then. I knew it was something different, but I never looked at it like he wasn't teaching a Bible like some people did. I never looked at it that way. I, I just never went that way. I just felt that God called him. I didn't know it was a different teacher than the kingdom or whatever like that, but I just knew he was more flamboyant, we might call it, or charismatic than Peter and the rest of them. He was more aggressive. He was more on fire. And at the same time, he had a lot of love. So it was something I was different about the Apostle Paul, you know. What I know now about the Apostle Paul, I didn't know then, but I still loved the Apostle Paul. I just still loved him, you know. So I never separated him from Jesus. I just felt Jesus and the Holy Spirit were just using Paul mightily. I knew it was Jesus and Paul all the time. I never just looked at Paul by himself, like a lot of people do. And uh, I guess I just can't get that. And I, I had that much knowledge of the Bible to know Paul wasn't a long ranger, that the Holy Spirit was working through him. I, already, I knew that. So it wasn't Jesus, Paul and Jesus or nothing like that. It was just Jesus all the way. But it was just some way that he used Paul mightily and more to me. That's the way I see it. You might see it different, but to me. Well, anyway, let me digress. Why do I, why is I'm going all the way there or roundabout way? Because you have people that don't teach Paul's teachings. I heard about it. You know, I heard people saying, I, I, I was people, I was one. well, I was saying, okay, 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 I hear that. And I can believe it because his gospel is different. And what I know now, I can see why people don't like his teaching. See, I didn't know that then, but I know now why a lot of people don't understand his teaching. Why? Because his gospel and lingo uh, just, just his gospel and his message is different than Peter and the Twelve and even Jesus' earthly ministry. Many, many people, I believe, think Paul is teaching something. They say he's a false teacher because he has said Jesus never taught that. See, but what I know about Paul now, I can see why they think that because they don't know how to rightly divide and they don't understand how Paul teaching something different. He should be part of the 12 and teaching the same as the 12. That's the only way and conclusion I can come up with with many people that read the Bible. They kind of uh, diss Paul and lean, excuse me, lean more to the four Gospels for one reason or the other. So that's one of the reasons because Paul Gospel is not as, I like to use in this term, not for a, a gender or a sexual term. I'm just using it. It's his gospel is not sexy. Like a lot of the four gospels or the past prophets or anything like that. You know, Peter's gospel isn't either. James' gospel isn't sexy, but they teach the same gospel. You, you see what I'm saying? So it don't have to be sexy. They teach the same gospel. And uh, James, Peter, 
and John teaches the same somewhat gospel. Not what do I mean by the same? The, their, their sound doctrine is the kingdom message for Israel. That's what I mean by the same. Paul's is not. I didn't know that at the time, but I know that now. So I can see why people separate Paul, which they should, but they separate him for the wrong reason as far as they think he's false doctrine. So you know me by now. And if you don't, I'm the type with all this technology I like to do my own research, no matter what it is, because people say a lot of things. We all do. And so I want to do my own research on why, what churches, not so much. Yeah, ask the why. I'm going I'm to I'm hit a lot of other things about that. But I didn't Google this enough that because that takes too much time and you have all people everywhere. You know why, Paul? You have the good and the bad, and just people just throwing out there, throwing their own opinions. So I didn't, I, you know, I have time for that. I'm not saying it's not good, but I didn't use Google. I went to one of my tools, AI, Bard, and a Chatbox, AI, artificial intelligence. I went to AI. So I asked AI, and uh. Because you got to remember, like I said before, and I know I, 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 repetitions are very important. AI is usually always non-biased. You don't have a favoritism unless you program it and want to perhaps uh, do a sermon or something. Well, I don't use AI for sermons, you know, or nothing like that. I don't want AI to be my spokesman or nothing like that. No, I just use it for definitions and meanings. But I don't, you know, I leave that to the Holy Spirit to use, but I don't need AI to do that. And I advise anybody to use AI, don't use AI for that. Let it be you. If you want a speech written, give it to AI and let it put it in the right grammatically order, gram- grammatical order. That's it. Not to write your sermon for you. You know, that means the Spirit of God is not using you and stuff like that. I'm not saying the Spirit of God uses you all the time. It's certain things God allow when it lands with his word. But my point is, don't let AI be your sermon writer or whatever, whoever you are. That's just advice for me. But you, I know you're going to do it anyway. That's the trend going on now, and I'm getting to that some other time. But that's the trend going on now. I heard the last time they had AI doing a sermon in somebody's church. This is real. AI preaching a sermon at somebody's church. Now, what's I can imagine how that sound because AI sounds like a robot sometimes because it's still learning. So I can't imagine. Uh, but that's what's going on. And I'm sure it's going to get better later on down the line. I don't care about that because I never use it for that. You know, when you start going that far. But I use AI for information, just like I tell you, over and over for a psychopedia, dictionary, or history. That's what I use it for. You know, because it's fast. I don't have to Google it and work or look through a dictionary. I ask AI. Now, is AI accurate all the time? No, I find that out. It's not. It's not. That's why you got to ask it a particular way or you ask it a different way the next time. And I'm going to give you an example. They don't tell you an example why AI is still growing and it's not perfect because it's using data in the WWW World Wide Web. Okay, anyway. I asked AI, and these are the questions I asked AI about uh, uh, what churches, basic questions that really don't teach the teachings of Paul. 
So what I'm going to do, give me time. I'm going to go there. I hope I don't knock myself out. I hope not. But let's try. This is my first time doing this. I never knew I can go to other uh, areas without stopping my show. But I'm learning. Wow, it took a while over here, but I'm slow. But I get there finally. Okay, let's go to Bard. Hope you can still hear me here. No, 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 no. See, I'm wrong right here. I don't want to go to Bard. Let me take that out. Oh, let's do this. Let's go to my email because I transferred it over my email because Bard store a lot of my stuff that I ask and then I have a hard time finding. I got to learn how to do that so I don't got time to I don't have the patience. Let me just see that. Now, the first question I ask AI, I wanted to give me uh, some information on churches that reject Paul's teaching. Just give me an example of churches that rejects Paul's teaching. Okay? That's what I asked first. And this is what AI barred, AI came up with. The different churches. These are churches that reject Paul's teaching. Now, these churches I'm not too surprised about, you know that would reject his teachings. I'm not surprised about. But one of them, the, what Bard came up with, now this is not exhaustive. So it sure is more than this, but this is what Bard is coming up with. So anytime you ask Bard different, it might come up with more or something different. Okay, this is one of the churches. The Church of the Latter, the Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints. You know who they are. Those are the Mormons. They do not accept Paul's teachings about the Trinity or the Triune the divinity of Jesus Christ or the doctrine of the original sin. Okay. Well, when he said Paul teaches about the triune or uh, uh, which we I call the Godhead, you know, Paul specifically doesn't put a lot of stock in the triune. Now, what I mean by that, he doesn't talk about that or not. He just talks about his teachings and God, the Father and everything like that. He's using that example. He's using that example. Paul does not say Okay, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. But he used an example, you know, in his messages that kind of leads you to believe he's talking about three. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Now, the Mormons might be talking about that, you know, because in the book of John, gives more examples of the deity of the Godhead more than some of Paul's teachings. You see what I'm saying? To me, anyway, that when Jesus is going back and forth with the Father and he talks about the Holy Spirit, that's one of the biggest examples in the Bible to me and the four Gospels is Jesus, you know, talking about God the Father. That's a, that's a, one of the biggest examples is John. But let me just get through this. They believe Paul's teachings about the Trinity. They don't believe that the divinity of Jesus Christ or the doctrine of original sin. So they already got issues. <laughs> they already got issues. But all of this is not be only Paul's teachings. See, a divinity of Jesus Christ. Paul teaches on, you know, Jesus Christ being, you know, the, he don't get so much emphasis like John them about the Son of God or Jesus being God more than like uh, St. John and other ones like that and everything. So I believe 
uh, what the Latter-day Saints believe. Paul do a lot of these teachings. In other words, I'm saying Paul taught like the kingdom too, well, whatever. But let me go to another one. Jehovah Witnesses do not accept Paul's teaching about Jesus Christ being the Son of God, the Trinity again, or the doctrine of salvation by grace through faith. See, many churches believe that, but they don't believe that. They believe it, but it's always a but to it. A B-U-T. But <laughs> many denominations. Here's another church. Don't uh, uh, use a lot of Paul's teachings. The Christian science does not accept Paul's teachings about uh, the divinity. Not, uh, who does that Christian science? A celebrity. Tom Cruise. I think Val Kilmer. And there's quite a few of them that's into that Christian science stuff. Well, anyway. I don't hear too much about that denomination. Christian science does not accept Paul's teachings about the divinity of Jesus Christ and the trine. You notice the trend here, most of all of them got something to do with the uh, the Godhead, the Trinity, as we use it today. That Trinity started with the Catholic Church. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the triangle, the Trinity. Okay, A lot of them falls on that. Now, is this very correct information? I don't know. The Unitarian Universalism Church, you know what that is, is a non-credo religion that does not accept any particular set of doctrines, including Paul's teachings, okay? Then it goes like this. It is important to note that not all... See, when AI comes up with conclusions, it comes up with conclusions and a worldview, how people look at different views. I get that. I get that and everything, but I'm going I'm to I'm show you something that you have to be very careful about if you're not paying attention. It is important. This is a this is from AI. It is important to note that not all members of these churches agree with all of the teachings of their respective denominations. That's correct. That's why I got so many denominations. There are many Mormons, Jehovah Witness, Christian scientists, and Unitarian Universalists who do accept Paul's teachings. Okay. However, these denominations as a whole do not teach Paul's doctrine. Okay. Conclusion, it is also important to note that there are many other churches that do not teach Paul's doctrine. This is a list of a few examples, okay? All right, this is all the information, AI. Not a lot, not a lot. So let's go back. Okay, uh, let's go back. What was the next question I asked? All right. All right, let's go to this one. The other question I asked, uh, part two, rejection of Paul's teaching. This is AI what the, he gave, it gave me. Here are some examples of how many churches do not like the teachings of the Apostle Paul. Okay? And why they don't like the teachings of Apostle Paul, I might say. Some churches believe that Paul's teaching are too legalistic. Remember, these are some of the feedbacks that AI, artificial intelligence, is collecting and why some churches don't like the teachings of Apostle Paul. Listen to this. Some churches believe that Paul's teachings are too legalistic they believe that Paul places too much emphasis on following rules and regulations. Hmm, really? <laughs> okay, I don't see that. And not enough emphasis on following Jesus' example of love and grace. Really? There are many churches, some churches? Oh, that's some churches. Because Paul don't deal with a lot of rules and regulations. See, not under the grace a lot of rules and regulations under the kingdom program, but not grace. So I don't know what AI is coming up with this. Okay, let's go, let's go a little further. Some churches believe that Paul's teachings are too exclusive. They believe that Paul's teachings about salvation are only for a select few and that they do not apply to everyone. 
I don't know what AI you're getting this from, but if you might, yeah, you will have some churches that believe that. That tells you they're not reading Paul's books. They, they can't be. If they believe, whatever, whoever these churches is, and I'm being for real on this, if they believe that Paul's teachings about salvation are only for a select few and that they do not apply to everyone, they not they are not fully reading Paul's letters. They picking and cherry picking certain verses. They are not reading his four letters in context, his teachings, because there ain't no way you'll come to this conclusion. Even if you are against Paul, you won't come to this conclusion if you read his letters, especially when it comes to the select few and they do not apply for everyone. Everyone, Gentiles, the nations is everyone. Okay, so I, I don't, I can't get with that one. But this is what AI came up with. Let's say, here's another one. Some churches believe that Paul's teachings are outdated. They believe that Paul's writings were written for a specific time and place and that they do not apply to the modern world. It's amazing how some churches think that. You're talking about outdated. Jesus' teachings and the beginning of the apostles' teachings was before Paul's teachings. And if anything is outdated, it's Peter's now and Paul, John, uh, uh, Jesus' earthly teachings. Or you go way, way back to the prophets and stuff like that, thousands of years before that, if you're getting caught up and outdated. Now, this is my breakdown of what I think some churches might be thinking. They just don't like it because Paul's teachings is not the same or lining up with Jesus' earthly ministry or the four gospels type of teaching. To say it's outdated, it's a bad analogy. It, it, it really is because you talking about outdated? Outdated from what? From Moses teaching, outdated from the four Gospels, outdated from Peter, outdated from what? That's why I come to the conclusion I could be wrong, but I don't see no other way. It might be because it's not the same or it's different. It's not the same message as the 12 or Peter's new book. Not we can't, uh, Peter's books or Jesus' earthly ministry or whatever like that. So, But this is the feedback AI is getting. So you have you know, churches believe in this. That tells you they don't really get into Paul's teaching. They could not. I, I don't see how they can be studied. They might have read it, but they haven't studied it. Paul's teaching to even come up with a conclusion. They believe that Paul's writings. Now, you say all churches. Some churches believe that Paul's teachings are outdated. They believe that Paul's writings were written for a specific time and place. Now, specific time and place. Now, Paul's letters was written for specific people, which is all people. Okay. Now, the place, you're wrong. There's no specific place. He went to different missionary places in the Gentile lands that Peter never went to. They never went to that because he's the apostle for the Gentiles. So he traveled all the Gentile nations. Why the Peter only went to Peter and the 12, 
the little bit that they did, they stayed within Jerusalem. They didn't even make it even close out there. So if you're talking about a different place, yes, he was called to the Gentile world. So it has to be a doctrine thing with some of these people. It's not the same as Jesus' earth, four Gospels, his earthly ministry or the 12. It has to be towards that because as far as that, it don't make sense. Outdated? Because all of them is outdated if you're talking about date. I know what you mean. It ain't up to date compared to who? We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com holiday there's only one road into key west but you won't believe where it can take you travel back in time to a city rich with history discover amazing artists and musicians taste seafood fresh off the boat or just kick back and soak up the island vibe for more about key west visit flakeys.com key west close to perfect far from normal Compared to what doctrine? If you're saying it needs to be updated, I know you're saying outdated, but outdated from what? Compared to what? That's, uh, I would love to talk to these children and see what they mean by that. My bet you got something to do with doctrine. His doctrine is not the same. Okay. Then here's AI with somewhat of conclusion. Not conclusion, but I'm going to break this down. It is important to know that not all churches have a problem with the teachers of Paul. Yes. I know that. Many churches embrace Paul's teachings and see them as an important part of the Christian faith. Let me start right here. So you might hear a lot of racking and sirens out there, you know, but I'm I'm in a downtown area where all the action and foolishness happens. And so if you hear that sound, excuse me, I apologize for that. So let me start again. It's important. It is important to note that not all churches have a problem with the teachings of Paul. Many churches embrace Paul's teachings and see them as important, as an important part of the Christian faith. Yes, I know that too. However, there are a number of churches that do have a problem with Paul's teachings. Yes, I'm finding that out. And these churches often find ways to reinterpret or even reject his teachings. That's nothing new. That happened when Peter was talking about. Remember Peter saying, who was telling them about, you know, in other words, paraphrase, I think that's Second Peter before Peter's death. He was talking about how people was twisting Paul's scriptures. They was twisting it then when he was telling them Paul, some of his words and his teachings was hard to understand. Yes, for the Jewish faith, because they, they was taught legalism and under the kingdom under the law. And Paul is not... It wouldn't be hard for un- hard to understand for people to understand if it was the same gospel. You see what I'm saying? It tells you right there, duh, that it was different. All right? And Peter letting it be known. His, it was hard for you to understand or him people to understand, so they start twisting it because they can try to make it line up what they believe in. You know what I'm saying? So that even happens today with Paul's teaching. So they start reinterpreting or even reject his teachings. See? That happens today. I can believe that. Paul's message gets clotted up with the four Gospels or they get, they get reinterpreted because they don't want to accept it because it's not the same as the four Gospels. Okay. 
Here's an illustration of how some churches do not like the teachings of the Apostle Paul. The Hebrew Roots Movement, I never heard of that one, but read on. The Hebrew Roots Movement is a group of Christians who believe that they should follow the Old Testament law, including the dietary laws, the Sabbath, and circumcision. You got a lot of people that live in Israel believe that. They believe that Paul was wrong to teach that Christians are no longer under the law. I can believe that a lot of, a lot of Jews and a lot of Jewish Christian, Jewish churches, you know, uh, in the eyes of Jesus, there's no separation of no churches. There's no more Messiac church or nothing. Everybody, if you are saved, you're part of the body of Christ. See, let me continue. The New Thought Movement is a group of Christians who believe that God is love and that all things are possible through the power, power of positive thinkers. Now, I want, that's why I go back to the term Christian. Even AI used Christian like that. Remember I was saying how Christian or Christianity get used loosely? See, the New Thought Movement is a group of Christians. Remember, everybody is not a Christian. It's their interpretation of Christendom. Remember I was saying that. You ain't going to get nothing to say a New Thought Movement of the Body of Christ or nothing like that. They use Christian. These are called self-made Christian. I can say that because I bet you if I ever sat in that congregation, I can I can just look at this. Who believe that God is love and that all things are possible through the power of positive, positive thinking. That sounds like, who does that sound like? Robert Shuler used to have the Tristan Cathedral in California, and him and his son split it up because of that type of faith he used to believe, positive thinking. Who believe that God is love and that all things are possible through the power of positive thinking. No, no, they ain't got nothing. I don't care how much positive thinking you have. See? That's more like a law of attraction type of thinking. Believing, you think positive, these things will manifest. That's not a law of attraction. They believe that Paul was wrong to teach that salvation is a gift from God that cannot be earned. They're just straight out disbelieving. And this is what? The New Thought Movement? So everything they believe in works, something they have to do. They just said it, positive thinking. They Many churches can't grasp, can't grasp this last thing when it comes to salvation. It's a gift from God that cannot be earned. They, they, man, always, often feels like they have to do something for salvation. A lot of churches is caught up in, a lot of decent churches are caught up in this part right here. And they get hung up on that teaching. They don't want Paul talking about that. They don't like that. You got to do something. We got to, you got to do something. You got to do something we got to do. So we were not accepted. See? They say he wrong to teach that. Salvation is a gift from God that cannot be earned. See, this is like an opinion accusation. They don't have no backup in scripture unless they're going back to the four gospels again or whatever like that, okay? See, I can see this. All right, continuing, conclusion. These are just two examples of how some churches do not like the teachings of Paul, Apostle Paul. There are many other churches that have different reasons for rejecting Paul's teachings. It is important to remember that there is no one. Now, this what AI conclusion comes to all the time because this is the worldly most of the worldly Christendom and even unbelievers view of a conclusion when it comes to doctrine 
which is a big lie from the enemy. It sounds good. It sounds lovely. It sounds fair. But let me read it for you. It is important to remember that there is no one right way to interpret the Bible. And the different churches and that different churches will have different interpretations of Paul's teachings. That part is true. Because they don't study Paul's teachings. They don't want most of them don't want to accept it. Because it's not really hard to interpret Paul's teaching once you understand that he's not teaching the same thing as before. It wouldn't be that hard. It's a matter of accepting it. You know what's in the word of God, but you don't want to accept it. You don't believe it. Or you just don't accept it. See? All right? But this part right here, it is important to remember that there is no one right way to interpret the Bible. Now, AI may be saying this. This is the way the world looks. If AI is saying it in this way, there is no one way for the world to interpret the Bible because the world interprets the Bible two different ways. I mean, many different ways. And that's true. That's how you start a lot of sex and a lot of occults and a lot of these false religions and stuff like that. It's how you cherry put them in the way you interpret the Bible, you know. And that different churches will have different interpretations of Paul's teachings. Okay. All right. That was another one. Now, let's go back. I'm going to do one more. Then I'm going to talk about something. <clears throat> The plan of salvation, I ask uh, AI, straight out, the plan of salvation. Let's go there, see what AI comes up with. Now, I ask AI, what is the plan of salvation I said for today? I was specific. What is the plan of salvation for today? That was a question, the next question I asked AI. This was his answer, or its answer. I keep saying him, <laughs> its answer. I don't know. I keep just looking at AI. I see male. I, I don't know. But when you see the pictures or photos of AI, the majority of the time it's a woman. Figure that out. I don't know. Just me. The plan of salvation, according to AI, is that God has provided us, for us to be saved from our sins and to have eternal life. It is a it is a gift from God, not something that we can earn. Now, the question I ask AI. That's why you got to be specific because you might come out something little, something that you didn't ask. That God has provided for us to be saved from our sins and to have eternal life. It is a gift from God, not something that we can earn. Now, according to AI, AI might be talking about what's it, what this plan is meant to be for. I'm just going, what this plan is meant to be for. So let me give them some play. Let me continue. Now, the plan of salvation includes the following steps. According to AR, we are all sinners. We have all done things that are wrong in God's eyes. The Bible says that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 3 and 23. That's true. That's true. Let me continue. Two, the penalty for sin is death. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death, Romans 6 and 23. This means that the punishment for sin is separation from God. Now, what AI is not, it's, didn't really, it's not really answering my question, what is the plan of salvation? It's talking about why we need to be saved. Now, I didn't ask that question, why we need to be saved, okay? Or what 
how was our condition before salvation? I didn't ask him that question, but um, I know he's still growing or whatever like that. All right, number three, Jesus Christ died on the cross to pay the penalty for our sins. Jesus Christ was fully God and fully man, correct? He lived a perfect life, but he died on the cross to pay the penalty for our sins, correct? The Bible says that he himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, tree meaning of the cross, for the ones that don't know what the tree means. First Peter 2 and 24. Okay, still really didn't answer the question, but, you know, that's the, you can, we can go there. We can be saved from our sins by trusting in Jesus Christ. When we trust in Jesus Christ, we are forgiven of our sins and we have eternal life. That's not true, but that's what the majority of the church believe. I'll get into that later. The Bible says that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, what? Let me tell you something right now. If you haven't already caught it, and you would never catch this if you don't know how to rightly divide, if you don't know the two programs. AI is putting different types of salvation up here. Now, these ways of being saved is true. But it's not under Paul's teachings. It's not under the grace teachings. This is the kingdom. First Peter 2 and 24, 1 John 1 and 9 is a kingdom message. See, that's the kingdom gospel for the gospel of the kingdom of heaven. And I specifically asking what is the gospel of salvation for today? So even AI don't know because AI is not God. <laughs> AI don't know the real way to be saved. It just gathers information what everybody else believes of what the Bible says. You see what I'm saying? That's how it gets this information. I want you all to understand that. AI don't know spiritual things or the true salvation because it's it's uh, it's a machine. It, it ain't filled with the Holy Spirit. It ain't saved. Okay? So I expect, I'm learning AI and I'm kind of leaning that because I understand artificial intelligence it's just artificial intelligence. They are limited. Even artificial intelligence is limited when it comes to the things of God and spiritual things, period. So always remember that. You can't use AI to do a sermon. You can't use AI to give you deep spiritual meanings. Only thing AI can do is research every little message or term in the Bible and throw it out there and then collect what everybody, most churches and most people believe about the Bible. It will never understand the true essence of it. That's why we have an advantage over AI, especially as a believer, when it comes to spiritual things of the Bible, because we have the Holy Spirit that know all things. AI does not. Remember that. So don't get that AI if it's not saying what you wanted to say. Okay. We will live in a life that is pleasing to God. Also, AI is not going to just straight out tell you uh, what is the real gospel. Why? Because AI don't know. It's not spiritually led. AI don't know what the gospel is for today. It can give you what the gospel meaning is, and it'll line up with most of the world think the gospel is. That's my point, okay? We should live a life that is pleasing to God. This is number five. When we are saved, we should live a life that is pleasing to God. This means following the, his commandments and loving others. The Bible says that whoever has been born of God does not sin. I know this is going, this is a kingdom gospel. Because God's seed abides in him and he cannot sin because he has been born of God. Now, this is the New Testament. This is the new covenant. This is First John. He's talking to the believers of the kingdom. 
Jews. They were in the future uh, under the new covenant when they go out. They will have the Holy Spirit controlling them. They will not have the paper, the law, no more written in stone. The Holy Spirit will be in control of them. Therefore, they will not be able to sin. That's what this means. A lot of us read it the wrong way, including my way, you know. We put it where they won't be able to practice sin or what like that. They won't be they won't sin on purpose. No, they won't be able to sin because God is gonna be his law is gonna be planted in their heart invisibly. Not like the old law, see, that was written written in stone. And they could never follow. They're going to be able to follow this law. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is going to, that's when the Holy Spirit really, literally is going to be controlling them and telling them how to do this, believe, word of knowledge and all this stuff, you know, follows that. Those signs and miracles and things like that is going to be working through these Jews. That's why I said God seed is by his in him, that he cannot sin because he has been born of God. This is Israel. Born of God, Israel, the born again, Israel, God's firstborn. See, this is kingdom teaching. This is a new covenant for Israel. See, but AI don't know the spiritual things of it. All salvation ways to be saved is basically the same with AI because the world thinks like that a lot. Okay. Now, conclusion, the plan of salvation is a gift from God. It is not something that we can earn. We can be saved by trusting in Jesus Christ and following his commandments. Contradiction, isn't it? First of all, the plan of salvation is a gift from God. It is not something that we can earn. We can be saved by trusting in Jesus Christ and following his commandments. You see how through that following his commandments? That's the law. See? You done better stopping that. We can be saved by Jesus Christ. Trusting, we can be saved by trusting in Jesus Christ alone, but and following his commandment. You see, it's the same as the church. This is incredible. It's always a but or and. They might say, yeah, we saved by grace alone, but we saved by grace alone. And they always add something to the gospel for the day under Paul's teachings. Even AI. You, you see this? But AI is not human. It's getting all this information from you know, all the cyclopedias and whatever like that, that tells you the majority of the churches, which is scary and sad, believe this way. They still think we're under the kingdom. They will tell you we're not. They will say we're not under the law, but they still act this under grace. Wow, isn't that something? You see how Paul's teaching is neglected? And when Paul's teaching is neglected, I talk too fast sometimes. Something like Paul's teaching is neglected. Wow. You got a little more time? I asked this. I don't know how much time I got back. Let me get let me do this one one more thing. And I I might can get through it. I gotta look at my time. I asked this. Is Paul's gospel the only way? Is Paul's gospel the only way to be saved? Okay, let me what, what okay, I didn't get all right. Now this was the answer by AI. Paul's gospel is not to heaven for today. Wow. AI says Paul's gospel is not the only way to heaven for today. 
Not kind of surprising because a lot of churches think that. A lot of churches, when saying is other gospels, they, they don't think. In other words, the way to be saved is different ways to different churches. They might not say it's only one, there's only one gospel, but it's many ways to be saved, whatever since then, man. But people say that there's only one gospel, but it's many ways to be saved. Okay. Paul's gospel is not the only way to be only way to go to heaven. There are many different ways that people understand. See, it's backing off now. There are many different ways that people understand the Bible and what it means to be saved. Some people believe that Paul's gospel is the only way to heaven, while others believe that there are other ways as well. Ultimately, it is up to each individual to decide what they believe. That sounds fair. That sounds fair. But it's not the way God looks at that. See, it is not up to us to decide what is right and what we need to believe about salvation. We need to believe what the Bible says. See, what the word of God says. It's not up to us to teach to each individual to decide what they believe. They believe. Now, the gospel, everybody to be saved must believe the same gospel. We can't pick, cherry pick what gospel. It, it, it don't work like that. I'm sorry. Let me continue reading. Paul's gospel is a message of grace. He taught that salvation is a gift from God, not something that we can earn. He said that we are saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. This means that we are saved by God's love, not by our works. The AI contradicts itself a lot because it sounds like the church. See how they mix grace and law together without even knowing it? Okay. Paul's gospel is a message of hope. He taught that we can have a new life in Christ, no matter what our past has been like. He said that we are forgiven of our sins and that we have eternal life. Okay. Earlier, he said that uh, the way to be forgiven for sin is confessing. So you see, AI is breaking down the same thing like many churches teachers and what they say. They mix grace and law together. They mix grace and the kingdom together. So contradiction everywhere. You either say by grace alone or you say by grace and works following the commandments. See, if you don't know how to rightly divide, you wouldn't catch this. If you didn't know how to rightly divide, you said, wow, AI is on it. If you don't know how to rightly divide, you wouldn't catch this. That's the importance of rightly dividing. You catch it like that. I catch it like that. Okay. Paul's gospel is a message of love. He taught that we should love one another as Christ loved us. He said that we should show love to our enemies and that we should forgive those who have wronged us. Okay. Paul's gospel is a message that is still relevant today. It is a message of grace, hope, and love. It is a message that can change our lives and help us to live in a way that is pleasing to God. Here are some of the Bible verses that Paul used to support his message of grace. Ephesians 2, 8, 9. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourself. It is the gift of God, not of works, so that no one can boast. True. That's Paul's words. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Since 1981, 
Unbound has connected people like you with families worldwide on their self-directed paths out of poverty. A brighter future is possible for these families when we all walk together. Sponsor a child today and you'll help a family take the first steps on their path. Change their future in just one click. Start walking with your new friend today at unbound.org walk. Faith alone, not of works. This is Paul works. Let's go to Romans 3, 23, 24, according to AI. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. That's also Bible. That's Paul's words, which is true. Galatians 2 and 16. A person is justified not by works of the law, but by faith in Jesus. Okay? Now, here's AI again. Just mess everything up. But this is the way some churches, they mix it. Here's the conclusion. These are just a few of the many verses that Paul used to support his message of grace. If you are interested in learning more about Paul's gospel, I encourage you to read his letters in the New Testament. No, I correct myself. He finished off Paul's letters correctly. But above it, AI, above it, is still mixed up. Few, but if you're not rightly dividing, you won't catch it. And that's how most of the church is, okay? Last one, what is the gospel? See how I act in different ways? And that's what you got to do with AI, because AI even get burnt out. I know, uh, 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 what's that other one I used to use? Ask AI, I used to say, okay, I'm bored. Say something like it's tired, of, it's tired of the same questions, but Bard, keep going. All right, what is the gospel? Okay. And I didn't get nothing out of that. I'm sorry, because it wouldn't come out. So final question, what is the gospel? I didn't get nothing out of that. I'm going to have to relook because some way I couldn't copy it and get it on there. I forget. But I didn't get nothing from Bard off that one. But I'm not too surprised Bard probably will come up with different uh, views of people, what the gospel is. Nine times out of ten, that's what uh, any type of AI, artificial intelligence, let's say, more program and advanced, and you're not from what I heard, you do have more that's more advanced. But would they come up with Paul's gospel as the only gospel? I doubt it. The church don't even do that. So I doubt if EI, AI would be very surprised if AI said the gospel of salvation is first Corinthians, uh, first Corinthians 15, 1 and 4. I will be surprised. Now, it used that before when I asked a question a, a time before, but it didn't come, you know, it didn't, uh, you it didn't uh, rate that as the only way, but it just used as part of the family of salvation with the law and our Peter's them gospel. Okay, all right, let's. Okay, yeah. what do y'all think? What do you all think about that? Do you have more information? What do you think about that? Or did you know that how Paul's uh, gospel gets neglected like that? Did you know that Paul's gospel, a lot of churches or close to most of the churches just do not accept. It's almost like they tolerate it. And then when they tolerate it, they just put it all together with the four gospels. That's why what AI was doing 
is basically how a lot of churches teach when it comes to the gospel or salvation or doctrine. They mix the kingdom sound doctrine with Paul's and the body of Christ sound doctrine. Then you get all this contradiction. You either you hear it saved by grace alone, then you hear hearing the uh the acts. Uh, two and thirty-eight message, repent, confess your sins, stuff like that. You hear conditions or whatever like that. You hear confessing your sins, Romans and stuff like that. And you hear Paul saved by grace. You hear them all interchangeably, which is not the same. I can understand you interchangeably a certain topic or a certain subject. That's the same, but these interchangeably are different. That's the danger, and that's the master plan of Satan to keep the church confused. To keep the church, the body of Christ, confused. To keep the ones that want to be saved confused. So they can think they're saved. So they can think they can be saved many ways. See? You got all these other, I call them sex and cults like the Oprah's and all these other, uh, you know, positive thinking and all these law of attraction type of thinking. I can see them going their own way and choosing their own way to heaven and being self-Christians. All of them are self-made Christians. They're not in the body of Christ. They're self-made Christians, see? Because the name Christian can made uh, uh, used so loosely. If, let's look at this. If all these self-made Christian churches, I'm talking about the one that's not saved, like the Oprahs and their groups and different things, uh, the ones that call themselves Christians and stuff, was back in Paul's day, they wouldn't even get persecuted for the same reasons the believers got persecuted. They wouldn't consider, they wouldn't be, they wouldn't even be considered Christ-like. Because it took, what do you mean, Joe? It took a certain group of people that was at one accord believing the same thing, believing the same God, believing the same Jesus, one doctrine, one program, one group that was on one accord was only qualified to be Christ-like and called Christians. So if all these self-made Christians and these universal believers and these Oprah Winfrey's and all these other, you know, Baracknum belief and all these other, you know, different things like that, they wouldn't be called Christ-like. They'd be called like they should be called, false teachers. They would be called false teachers, religious false teachers. Or Paul talk about a lot. People talking about angels and different things like that. They wouldn't even be in a category of being a Christian and X. They would be considered false teachers because it's a certain trajectory. It's a certain way. That's why they call it the ones of the way. They follow the own, they are the same way. They, they, they was in one accord. They believed the same thing when it came to Christ. They didn't get called Christ-like for a good thing, no. They, they was called Christ-like because they believed that the resurrected Jesus was the king and the Messiah, and he was rose, and he rose again when it transitioned to Paul. See, that's what they call him Christ-like. 
They was doing the things Christ was doing. They believed, all believed the same thing. Not different gods like Oprah and all them. Not different ways and whatever like that. Not different ways to be saved. That's why I say if they was in that time, or even some churches, they wouldn't be called Christ-like. They'd be called false teachers. They'd be called pagans, like the Gentiles, which they are Gentiles. See, you see what I'm saying? The same God that does not change requires the same for the church today to be at one accord. To be at one accord. Now, we don't have to agree on everything with personality-wise or character-wise, but when it comes to the Word of God, even if we make mistakes, we need to agree on sound doctrine and believe it, not cherry-pick it and believe it. Period. Period. That's why God is, most of the church, God is not in it. Even believers' churches, God is not in it because they're not uh, teaching them the uh, correct doctrine. The most important thing on God's mind is for people, men and women, to be saved and then come to the knowledge of the truth. First Timothy 2 and 4. That still is today under grace. Under grace. It always been Paul's uh, and God's top priority for salvation to spend eternity with him. When you start making up your own gospel, your own Christianity, uh, still in Israel's mail, still in the kingdom's message and everything. You, you walking in a thin line, baby. I, I tell you. You walking in a thin line. You walking in, mm, not good, not good. Okay? Paul's gospel is still today persecuted. I said this before and I'm going to say it again. Whether you agree or not, this is what you're doing. I stand on this and I'm not going to back off of it. When you persecuted and persecute Paul's gospel, you're persecuted Jesus. When you persecute and don't accept Paul's teaching or Paul's gospel of salvation, you're rejecting Jesus' salvation for all today. You can't, Jesus is not going to follow your way. You got to follow him. Whatever dispensation is in, you have to follow God's way. You don't follow your way. Whatever time or ages or dispensation it was, it was always God's way or no way. A lot of you all ought to know that. The same God that came down with his wrath destroyed the earth the first time in the days of Noah, destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, wiped out a lot of uh, errors in Egypt back then. He required perfectness in his way. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Your home is more than the sum of its parts. 
And creating a truly extraordinary space is about more than picking the perfect products. That's why the experts at Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery are here to help you throughout the entire process to create a home that's as unique as you are. Bring your vision to us. Schedule your showroom consultation and see more from brands like Monogram at build.com slash Ferguson. The same God of today, the God under grace, not charging no one with sins and everything or nothing like that. Under grace, he still requires you to follow the way of salvation, even though he is not coming down on you yet. Yet. But he will if you're not caught up with the church. Then you're going to see the wrath of God. He's not putting up with it no more. Then you, all the time, you, all the things you've been saying, God ain't doing it. God should destroy this company. You, you know, don't ask for nothing. You might get what you <laughs> ask for because his wrath is coming. His wrath is coming, brothers and sisters and ladies and gentlemen, whichever category you in. His wrath is coming. If you are a body of Christ, you don't have to worry about that. If you're not, it's a possibility you may. If you live through it, then if you don't get to see the tribulation and never get saved, you still got to deal with hell because you're going to suffer in hell until that great white throne judgment. So it's no win. It's no win. If you don't go through the tribulation, and the only way you won't be going going through the tribulation and you haven't been saved is if something happened, you die, or something happened before the tribulation, and you never got saved, then you will be dealing with something even worse. Hell. And then after that, the great white, the second resurrection, you're going to have to go through the great white throne judgment, which is also Jesus, while the church is getting ready to get their rewards at the uh, the judgment seat of Christ, where I'm going to be called the Bema seat. You will have to face the Hell, God will bring up every dead, everything out of hell and everywhere, even hell itself. Bodies that can never be found or decayed, God is going to bring all of that at the great white throne judgment. And there's only one way that you're going because you're not your name will not be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. So there's not going to be no lawyer protected. Jesus is the judge, the lawyer, the creator, and everything. You're just guilty. You're guilty. The only thing left now is what level of hell or the lake of fire you will be suffering in. Some believers believe it's a different type of level. I don't know too much about that. I'm still learning that, but I heard it's two. It's, uh, it's different type of depart- departments and levels of hell. See, what they're saying is God know some people's sins was worse than others. According to some believers and grace teachers, there are different levels. I don't know this. I'm just going back what they say. I'm not know this, knowing this, but, you know, I'm going to do some more teaching on that, you know. But there's different levels of suffering from the worst people with the worst sins to the less sins. That means whatever the worst is is going to be worse. It's going to be whatever. I don't even want to think about it. But all of those going to be bad. Nothing you can comprehend. Because you're going to never die. Why? Because death is going to get through up in there. So the spirit of death is gone. When the spirit of death is gone, you can't die. 
So you will live eternally in the lake of fire, burning and suffering forever and ever and ever. And the pain will get worse and worse and worse, but you won't be able to die. Oh, my God. Just thinking about that. See, I don't want nobody to face that. I don't want nobody. People talk about hell. They don't talk about the lake of fire. Both of them is bad, but lake of fire, I believe, is even worse. Because remember, the Bible said hell will get through in there, too. That tells you that lake of fire was made for the uh, Satan and, his, and the fallen angels. Satan and everybody, the false beat, all the false prophets and all that gonna be suffering in there. Why join them? Because if you pass away today without being saved, you're going to be suffering. You know, when you uh, you get convicted, they hold you a locker before you go to the big house. Some people call it prison. That's how it is. Hell is your lockup house until your long sentence comes for prison. So you're going to be suffering in hell. What Jesus talked about worms only and everything and your quenching and everything. That's hell. The lake of fire is your final destiny. You know, Sing Sing and all those different prison names, Menard and all that, that's Menard, the lake of fire. Lifetime. Lifetime. I know it does sound pretty, you know, I, I, Jesus talked about it. See? See, hell gets talked about a lot in the Bible, but most people want to focus on heaven. Some people don't believe in neither one. It ain't about what you believe, what you believe or not. Does not say, mean it's not real, whether you believe it or not. Okay? You can think that everybody going to heaven all you want to, universalists. You can think that all you want to. You got a big surprise. And I'm not saying that because I'm putting you down. You know, I, I really care. But you will be surprised because your reprobate mind that you, you decided to stay in, and you don't have to stay in that reprobate mind, could cause you to go to a burning pit of fire and sulfur. It ain't the sulfur that you might hear in volcanoes. It's worse than that. Nothing here on earth that's hot is worse than the things, the spiritual things of hell and lake of fire. You think the the sulfur and the uh, lava is hot? No, they ain't got nothing. To, they ain't got nothing on the lake of fire. Ugh, that just give me chills thinking about it. But you don't have to go there. You can go to a more beautiful place in the heavenly places. Not the kingdom of heaven on earth. That's beautiful too. But this heavenly places, I believe, will be more beautiful because the kingdom of heaven is almost like a replica of what we go into in the heavenly places. You can go there and spend eternity with blessings. I don't know how the living condition is going to be. I don't know because the Bible don't talk about the uh, artistry or, you know, the shape and all that of the heavenly places like it does the kingdom of heaven on earth. You hear about heaven and the Bible revelation. That's not the heavenly places. That's the kingdom of heaven on earth. Okay. So I have no idea. But there's nothing that this fleshly, human, sinful body can comprehend. That what God and his unsearchable riches has for those that believe what his son done for you. 
you have a chance to be saved by genuinely believing. Genuinely. I'm going to keep saying that because I'm not, this is nothing to play with. You got to know what you're getting into. You got to, you got to give it your all. What I mean by that is, I'm not saying walking in perfectness. That's his desire, but the only way you can walk perfect and complete is with the Holy Spirit guiding us. If it was not possible, the word of God wouldn't have said that. But you got to straight out set out. With your mistakes and your ugliness and everything, God made a way already through his son to forgive you of all your sins, past, present, and future. So now you have a chance to be reconciled to him because he already reconciled himself to you, 2 Corinthians 5 and 18. Now you can be reconciled back to him by believing Jesus took care of all that and everything and what he done. Genuinely believe it, not just saying it, but believing it with a broken heart that you want to be a changed person. You want him to come in your life to help you Get out of the mess that you're in and also keep you from that burning hell and lake of fire. A changed heart is the only way to be saved. Not just saying that you, you can't play with God. God knows you're lying. He knows you're just faking and everything. So you can't fool him. You cannot fool him. I'm not going to tell you to repeat after me about no sinner's prayer. There ain't no sinner's prayer. You're not a sinner in God's eyes. You sin, but he's not charging you. See, so I don't have a long prayer for you to say. I just have a, a, a I have an answer that you, I've got the answer for you, and that's just believing. That's all you have to do is believe, genuinely. Because you can't fool God. You can't just say, okay, I believe. No, 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 go like that. You got to genuinely believe. If you need somebody to talk to, I can talk to you. Let's talk. Let's pray. Let's whatever. I'm just letting you know what you're getting into. If you do accept this, you got to come, man. You got to come with it. You can't bring it half-stepping. This is a lifetime commitment, almost like a marriage. Just like I told you earlier, what a woman is expecting when you say you love her. It's like telling a woman you want to be with her, you love her. You want to take care of her. You want, you want her. That's what you have to do when you accept and believe what Jesus did. You have to commit. You have to commit. With all your ugliness and mistakes, we have to commit. And the Holy Spirit to take care of the rest. Rest. It's up to you now. Believe in what he did. His death, burial, resurrection, generally. Believing is receiving. Receiving is believing. God bless you all. Peace out. Now with the joy and laughter of Pee-wee. Bye-bye. Here's my Pee-wee. <laughs> Love you all. Peace out. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.